Welcome to the Hard Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Fomar, and founder of Hard Faith. I've been working in the film and television world for over 15 years. On Hard Faith, we're about asking difficult questions about life and faith in an R-rated world. We release monthly. You can subscribe and share today. You can also write in at info at hardfaith.com to ask questions or to learn about opportunities to sponsor or to be on the show. Well, welcome to another episode of the Hard Faith Podcast. Today, I have my favorite guest, my darling wife, author, luxury event planner, and soon-to-be mother, McKenna Fulmore. McKenna, thanks for joining us again on the Hard Faith Podcast. And today, it is one month away from our first annual, first ever Hard Faith Film Festival. Now, there hasn't been a lot of details about this festival, and to be honest, it's because it's been developing. It's been in the works. It's been in the works. It's come up very quickly, but we're very excited. Yeah, this is actually my first event in Hollywood, like open to the public. Besides like film screenings and festivals, this is my first own hosted event. And thank God, I have an event planner on the team. I did all the timelines the other day. It's like, here we go. So that, schedule. that's right. So it's coming together. It's July 22nd. It's actually going to be at the Arena Cine Lounge on Sunset in Hollywood, California. It's going to be from 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. We have, I believe it's six categories that we're going to be showcasing, maybe seven. So we have a feature film, a documentary, a short film, a student film, episodic, experimental, and a screenplay. So seven different categories. We have had over close to a thousand submissions from all over the world, some really great submissions. It's gonna be a really difficult decision. Thankfully, we have some great judges, some pastors that I've known before, seminarians, some elders from a church that we're attending. And we're just really thankful that this is all coming together. One of our sponsors is the Hollywood Prayer Network. What's up, Karen Covell? So we love the Hollywood Prayer Network and we are talking to more sponsors daily. So if you're interested in sponsoring the Hard Faith Film Festival, please let us know, info at hardfaith.com. Please submit, there's still like a couple days left. Um, But we were talking about Hard Faith. Mm -hmm. (laughs) McKenna and I have been talking as we're trying to find the right venue, we're talking to different churches, we're talking to different, you know, just trying to explain what Hard Faith is. What is Hard Faith? And why does the church need it? Why do Christians need it? Yeah. And why wouldn't we make something, or why you wouldn't make something that would fit into like a family-friendly, usual church mold? Because Hard Faith is kind of in its own box in the Christian sphere that didn't really exist. I remember when we first met and you said, like, I'm a Christian filmmaker. My first thing was, oh no. <laughs> because Christian film is such a whitewashed version of Christianity. Yeah. And then I got to know you and Googled hard faith. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what all Christian content should be like. And so Spencer, what is hard faith and why does the church need it? Why do Christians need it? Yeah, well, similar to you, McKenna, whenever I first converted to Christianity um, about 12 years ago now, I didn't know that the faith-based film industry even existed. I never heard of faith-based film. I saw it and I didn't love it, honestly, because I believe that people convert to Christianity not because they want to win the football game, not because, you know, church attendance or, you know, they want their, their net worth to grow. They convert to Christianity, at least I did, 
because of severe human suffering, because of PG-13, but often very R-rated things going on in our lives. At human suffering, I think that's whenever you realize the need for a savior. I am in such a dark situation that I need a savior to save me from this situation. And until you are put in that position, which by the grace of God, somehow we are all put in that position at some time in our life. But until you're put in that position where you realize and recognize that you need more help than you can do on your own and that you need a higher power, that you need a loving God who is there, that's whenever you start to consider religion. At least it's whenever I did, it's whenever most people do. And so what's great about that is that in hard faith films, we do not shy away from the darkness. We're not glamorizing or glorifying you know, just to show explicit content for a shock factor. We're at, what we're trying to do is showing the world as it actually is, not as we would like it to be. And that way, people watching it, whenever they're suffering with the ongoing residual sin, whenever they've had, you know, a traumatic event happen in their life or their childhood, whenever they've been burned by the church, they can see our movies and see how bad things can get. And yet God can still save us from these dark situations. And if we're not making films in that space, I'm just not necessarily that interested. I'm not either. In, you know, I'm not saying all films have to be PG-13 or R-rated. In fact, I'm working on a film right now that's probably gonna be PG. But there are deep heart issues that we shouldn't shy away from. And for Christian artists, and even those wondering in the younger generations what Christianity is all about, it's not about winning the football game. It's not about only family-friendly content because most faith-based content is synonymous only to family-friendly. And that is very frustrating. And no one has a family-friendly life. No. And you know, every kind of faith is hard faith. I mean, who hasn't gone through a traumatic experience? And when the Christian world really likes these PG-rated films that are really fluffy and it's really not that bad. They don't tackle the hard issues. They're missing 90% of the people and targeting a group that likes to pretend that everything is okay, but the world is not okay. <laughs> so many Christians aren't okay. And we have to talk about it. It's not fair to this whole demographic. Yeah, I would say the majority of the world's population because I mean, there's a place for family-friendly content and entertainment. Historically, Disney has been a place where you can be a kid forever and you can go to Disneyland and Disney World and remember those childhood imaginations and dreams and just escape. Um, but that's not our faith. This is not the faith of Mickey Mouse. We're not, you know, we're not only saying that everything is going to become like the Magic Kingdom. No, we're saying that we're in a very broken and lost world and that we needed a savior. And our savior did not come even in a PG way. He came in a very R-rated way. If you want to know how bad things are in our world, if you are somehow unaware or unattached to what's happening all around you, just look at the crucifixion. It's a bloody, dark, horrific event, the most sinful event in all of human history because it happened to a sinless savior and yet that is the crux of our salvation and our gospel i mean like if we try and censor everything and pretend that the world isn't bad then why did christ die such a bloody death mm -hmm. 
It, it just doesn't make sense. So we're really, if we're, if we're all saying that we only have PG lives and we're gonna deal with PG issues, we're saying that Christ never really had to die. And so I think it's imperative that we showcase the world as it actually is. I mean, this is a rescue mission. The gospel is the good news and it's the only anecdote for the most severe forms of human suffering. The gospel can penetrate the darkest of situations. And yet in art, which is meant to be provocative and meant to challenge audiences and theologians and churches and elders, it's meant to challenge you to see the world in a different way. But if we only ever show the world in a PG way, we're doing a disservice to the vast majority of population and we're doing a disservice to the gospel. Mm -hmm. Church, once again, looks like a country club that is only fit for people who've had perfect lives yeah. or people who have never been abused or trauma has never happened to them. And, you know, film and television is such a way to reach people. And it's so untapped by Christians because they only want to talk about things with a PG rating. And it's really insulting. <laughs> Just so many people who struggle and it's off-putting because they're like, well, if this is what Christians are, I can never be one. I can never be a part of one because look what's happened to me. Look what's happened in my life. If they're saying God can only love these people and church only for these people and Christian movies are all about this, that's nothing like my life. And it, that does not sink. God is for everyone. Yeah. And when you hear these country club trivial conversations from the altar, in the pews, after church, you have, you should wonder, and I wonder because I was there not all that long ago, but you gotta wonder about all the people sitting in the back pews, the people that only go to church Christmas and Easter, have never been to church or living on the streets. And while we're talking about trivial matters, we're losing the next generation, not only to church attendance, but we're losing lives to overdoses, to addiction, to suicidality, to murder, to gun violence. And so we're talking about things in our high castle while everyone around us is perishing and we are withholding the only anecdote to their suffering. So it's so selfish of us to not share the gospel to the least of these, to the people that Christ associated with, to the drunkards, to the prostitutes, to the tax collectors, to the lepers, to the Samaritans, to the least of these in society. Who is your neighbor? Who is your Samaritan? In Hollywood, it's people that were sadly stepping over every day, the homeless population, but there are so many disadvantaged people groups. And if we can't even overcome our own fear of either rejection or just being criticized, to show art that showcases the gospel, that Jesus actually died for R-rated lives, then what is, what's the purpose of faith-based film? What's the purpose of Christian art? Because I believe that historically and the Bible shows that you can deal with uncensored R-rated lives and yet use that as an example of how far you can come in your life with Jesus. <sighs> so anyway, if you resonate with anything we just said, Maybe you want to submit to the Hard Faith Film Festival. I think we have very few days left. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to attend the Hard Faith Film Festival July 22nd at the Arena Cine Lounge on sunset from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. 
or you just want to connect. Uh, I'm hoping, and we're still planning through, but what my hope is with this Hard Faith Film Festival is that it's an invitation to Christian artists all over the world that if you are tired of making the same football film eight times over, um, and if you're tired of PG family-friendly only content for people of faith of all generations, if you're if you're just tired of playing within roles that have nothing to do with Christianity, um, then come on over. Come on over to hardfaith.com. We are here to support you. We're here to make our own art. We're here to celebrate your art. And I believe that this can be a movement of making honest, realistic Christian art. And I think it's desperately needed for today in the crazy days that we live in, for the next generations, and just for our own edification and taking ourselves out of our situation and seeing someone else's life that could be in a very dark place. And for us to have our eyes open to their situation and actually care and talk about it, even from the pulpit one day. <sighs> Come on down. We'll be there. We hope to see you. And yeah. Thank you, McKenna. McKenna's a great event planner. So this is gonna be a great event. It's great. We're gonna have good food, awards, great conversation. And we're even gonna showcase a couple of new Hard Faith productions. I just wrapped on a film called Bright Sky, written and produced by Nathan Clarkson. We're gonna show the first ever teaser trailer at the film festival. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna be showing a short film that we filmed last summer, and as well as some future films that we're gonna be working on. So the future is bright for Hard Faith. And we look forward to continuing on this journey with you. Thank you for listening to the Hard Faith podcast. For all things Hard Faith, go to www.hardfaith.com. Please like, subscribe, and share our podcast. You can also check us out on social, Instagram, Facebook, backslash, or at Hard Faith Inc. I-N-C. If you want to sponsor the film festival or this podcast, <laughs> we won't say no. <laughs> but thank you for listening thank you for your support we couldn't do it without you thanks so much for listening to the hard faith podcast tune in next month to hear our next guest please subscribe and share